Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Yada, yada, yada. I'm not getting into all the regular stuff that I usually do at the beginning of the show because right now I'm pretty fucking pissed. I'm pissed. You know, I'm tired of just rich assholes that want to take advantage of people. They think that they are big swinging dicks. They think they can get away with anything. I went and checked the mailbox here at the Hobo Fish Camp today because we don't do it very often. We don't get a lot of mail there because my parents, my mom and dad have a P.O. box number and all the important mail goes there. Uh, But I went there and checked out the mailbox today. I did. I checked out the mailbox and I got some letters. Now, these letters were not, they didn't, they weren't addressed. They didn't have stamps or anything like that. And from what I'm reading, it's kind of against the law to do that. It's against the law. And I got to talk to my buddy Franklin. For you to be able to just put letters in somebody's mailbox, I don't think you can legally do that. But I got these uh, letters. They weren't even in an envelope. They were just pieces of paper folded and stapled. So you couldn't read them. So you couldn't read them. But what I'm trying to say is, come on, guys. The people that run this place need to be a little bit smarter. Not be just so apparent on what you're trying to do. And what you're trying to do is get me the fuck out of this place. That's exactly what you're doing. I get it. I'm I'm not a dumb person. I've made mistakes. Well, I'm kind of dumb. I made bad mistakes, but I'm not dumb intellectually. But I went and checked out the mailbox today. And those letters, I brought them. I don't open up stuff that's uh, addressed to my parents. So I brought it in. And they had highlighted a few things that were just kind of peculiar. That kind of were like a big fuck you. That I hate your son so much that I'm trying to get him out of the hobo fish camp. One being, one being, one car, one car parked per lot. Now, why why is that a problem? This time of the year here at the hobo fish camp, there's nobody here. The busy time is during the winter time when all the snowbirds come down to stay at the park. Now, I will say because the guy has been done a really shitty job at keeping up with everything. Last winter was not as busy, but when winter time comes around, I park my car out of the way. I'm telling you right now where my parents are staying. You could go four lots one way, two lots the other direction. And there's nobody there. There is not a goddamn soul. So please, if you can help me answer this question, what difference does it make if my car is parked 
near my parents' trailer. It's not like I'm parked in the middle of the road. I'm not in anybody's way. And that's just one of those things. It's kind of like a big fuck you, Tuttle. All right, so here's another one. This has never been a problem, people. My parents have been here for 12 goddamn years. They have never missed a rent payment. I've been helping them out as of recent for the money that I'm making, but this guy is wanting to charge $5 a night because guess what? Every lot, you only get two people. You get two people. I'm just a little dumbfounded. I really am because when you rent that lot, I know you can't do whatever you want to, but I don't think whoever owns the place really has a say in who stays in your place, especially when you've gone 12 years and you've never paid the rent. Now, all of a sudden, oh, that's the other thing. This is the other catch. The guy has jacked up the rent by another $50. Now, why Why is that? Why would that be? Why would you jack it up? Because, I mean, every... Every other year, he usually does jack up the rent. But why are you doing that? It's not like you're adding anything to this place. You've taken pretty much everything away. You have the goddamn light, the light by the seawall. That light. Oh, this is the other thing. And this is very, <laughs> I don't believe in coincidences, people, but the only light in the whole park on the seawall here at the Hobo Fish Camp, guess what? Light does not work. The one that is at the picnic table that I fish at. Guys, am I just being paranoid? But what the fuck? There's been several people here at the Hobo Fish Camp that have told me. They've pulled me aside and said that this guy, the guy that runs the Hobo Fish Camp, that I'm a drug addict. Now, yes, there's some truth to that, but that's not in my life right now. That's not what I do. I keep to myself the only time I'm outside is when I'm fishing. So what's the problem? I really don't understand it. And it's just driving me crazy. When you get older as a child, you hate, you absolutely hate to see your parents get taken advantage of. And I've tried to tell them, you guys let this guy get away with way too much People have renters' rights, especially for how long they've been here at the Hobo Fish Camp. So what I'm trying to say is, go about things in the right way, but don't think that this guy holds all the cards because he's raising the rent. Why would anybody in their right mind, anybody that is a decent human being, raise the rent? During one of the worst economic downturns, yes, the stock market is going up, but that still doesn't account for the regular people because a lot of Americans don't have their money in the stock market. So why do they even fucking care about the stock market? We have record amounts of layoffs. People that are unemployed, people that can't even get their unemployment checks. And this dude wants to jack up the rent for the people that have been here. The guys, the people, the families, the ones that have been reliable, the ones that have never missed a rent payment. And you're wanting to jack them up and, and, and kind of just stick them. You're taking advantage of them. 
This guy has not been adding anything around here. He's done nothing but take stuff away. And I'm not going to go into detail right now. I'm just kind of venting because I hate seeing my parents get treated this way. They love it here. They've made a lot of friends and that's the one main thing that's kept them here. There are so many other places around here that they could go to that they would have way more amenities. And the only thing that they would be missing is the view that they have at the moment. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I'm always fortunate and grateful to have my good friend, somebody that I have a lot of respect for in the radio business. Well, maybe not the radio business because me and him are both not on the radio at the moment. So, I was just on the radio yesterday. Oh, you were? Okay. Well, hey, you're doing way better than I am at the moment then. I guess. I, no, not really. I mean, I, I'm only on one day a week, so... Not really. Yeah, but you're still on radio, and I'm not even to that point right now. So what I'm saying is, I'm happy for you. That's great. So, I mean, how's that going? I mean, what? So you're on the air. What type of shift are you doing? Are you playing music? Are you hosting? What are What are some of your responsibilities? Yeah, I'm hosting again. I went back and I'm doing the midday shift. So it's 11 to 12:30. So for an hour and a half, I get to play whatever the hell I want to. What kind of music do you guys? What kind of music do they play, or what kind of music yeah. do I play? Well, both. I mean, do they give you free reign? Yeah, I I can play whatever I want. Wow, you know. That's very rare in the radio business that you get to come in and be able to play whatever you want to because I don't know what your experience has been. I've talked to you about this. I changed one song to make up time at the top of the hour and I got bitched the fuck out by my program director. So that's something that you don't get a lot of. No, not in public radio, just in corporate radio. See, when I was doing that, I um, I did the same thing. I never chose any of the music, but I didn't care. Although I would go in there and um, like if it was fucking... The, I would switch tracks around within a certain degree so it wouldn't change any of the clocks, but the songs would play in a different order so it sounded better. Yeah. Kind of thing. That stuff I would do all the time. See, a lot of people think that these program directors like put a lot of thought into their music selections, but they, they really don't because they got this thing called the selector. I don't know. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, I believe they choose him once a year and he selects all the music for. <laughs> no, it, what I'm talking about, I, that you just made me laugh out loud. But what I'm saying is they got this program that they'll put in songs and they kind of suggest what song fit together because you don't want to go you don't you don't want to go from like a um, death metal song into something like oasis but they do it all the time yeah they do they do but what i'm saying is that's what it doesn't do that on my show like when i play music like yesterday i played 
um, Frank Sinatra and stuff. So I went from like Frank Sinatra into um, I played a bunch of Rat Pack music and shit like Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. Then I went into um, Bobby. Are you ribbing me? Are you ribbing? I swear to fucking God. And then by the end of the show, I start playing music, newer music that I like. So after I get done playing that, I ended with like the Blues Brothers. So I went, I started with Frank Sinatra and played a bunch of fucking music, and it ends with blues with the Blues Brothers. Then I fucking break at the bottom of the hour because I do all my stuff in thirty minute increments, so you actually get a thirty minute commercial free whatever. So I make a point of that as well. And uh, yeah, then, no, I mean, and I played a no. thirty minutes of funk, and then I went and played new music for the last thirty minutes of the show. Wow, you know, do you ever get in these moods? I just realized. Okay, so I've been divorced. Well, not technically divorce i've been separated from my wife since 2014 but i just realized that we still share the same itunes account okay that's uh, that's something that i don't think a lot of couples think about like if you're with them and you share the same like itunes account and stuff how do you separate that out but we've been on the same itunes account and i realized that hey she's a subscriber of itunes music so now Now I'm able to go and listen to anything I want. I went back and I found a playlist of 90s essential alternative rock. And I know a lot of people think, oh, my generation's music is better than everybody else's. But I got to say, some of the stuff that was done in the 90s was some pretty good groundbreaking music. There's a lot of shit in the 90s as well. There's a lot of shit in every generation. Oh, yes, there is. But what I'm saying is there is a lot of groundbreaking music in the 90s. What? What was so groundbreaking? Well, I'm okay. I I don't I don't think they're groundbreaking, but okay. No, 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 no. I I want to and listen, I'm not listen everybody's opinion and i would like to hear what your opinion is but i mean i'm talking about the alternative rock scene in the mid to late 90s it wasn't that hair metal hard rock bullshit that you you saw before yeah i would agree with that but then it just ended up doing like the fucking mediocre headbanging bullshit did too and everything started sounding the same except for a few bands okay how about this do and 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 it's funny the way you look at music how it evolves do you remember in the early 2000s how everybody went to that rap rock scene and it was even apparent in the late 90s as well too like with Lent Biscuit, Kid Rock, um uh what was um Linkin Park? Linkin Park did that uh, so many bands did that rock rap type gimmick. Yes, they did. It sucked too. Now, do you remember and and I read a great article. They were talking about Woodstock 99. Do you, do you remember Woodstock 99? You might have been a little too young before that. I think I might have been 18 or 19, but yeah. Everybody wanted to throw it on Limp Biscuit for all the problems that they had, all the violence, all the mayhem. But I got to tell you, that was some great fucking video during their set with people just losing their goddamn mind. I don't know how you can really put that on Limp Biscuit. You would basically put that on the promoters because the reason why they fucking freaked out and rioted is they were overcharging for fucking everything and they didn't have Yeah, enough. the water. The water. I think they were charging like nine or ten bucks for a goddamn bottle of water. Yeah, man. It was, yeah, no wonder they burned shit down. Now, I look at all these other 
uh, rock performances. Do you remember, or now I know definitely this was when you were really young. Do you remember the rock concert that they did on the, not the original Woodstock, but remember they did Woodstock and then they did like a Woodstock 94 when Green Day, they had that mud fight. Do you remember that? Yeah, I used to have that album. What do you think, if, if in your opinion, what do you think was one of the most influential rock bands in the 90s that, that just stood out in your mind? Alice in Chains. Really? Yeah. Why? I mean, I mean, what, was it the topic, the sound? The sound. They sounded fucking great. And they, I mean, you can go back now and they definitely sound like the 90s. They didn't, I don't know. I just like their fucking sound. I think they... To me, they're a lot better than a Nirvana. You know, I, I just don't, I don't maybe, and I'm not saying that Nirvana doesn't have good songs because they do. I'm just sick of the same fucking four that radio plays all the time. Nobody wants to hear Smells Like Teen Spirit anymore, especially no. when going into a Metallica song because nobody wants to hear Metallica at all. No, I'll, I'll agree with you. That Teen Spirit was the song that gave Nirvana the attention. But in my opinion, you know how MTV did that whole unplugged thing for a while? Yeah, that I hate Nirvana that unplugged was amazing. Yeah, I don't like uh, acoustic sets personally. You don't? That's just, no, I don't. I didn't even like the Alice in Chains one. I just don't like acoustic. I, I don't know, man. It, it just that doesn't do anything for me. See, I, I've always been the complete opposite because I think that is them broken, broken down to the bare essentials they can't hide behind a lot of like processing and shit like that i know that they post do they do post production on it but it's just them with acoustic type set instead of hiding behind like big guitar riffs okay i don't disagree with that i just don't like it i don't like a lot of things yeah, I've been I've been getting that feeling. You know who I realize? What What do you think about Weezer? They're good. I like Weezer. That blue album was fucking. I mean, they should have just called their that. later stuff got kind of lame, but it like they're still together. I mean, shit, they got a fucking hit off of a Toto song recently. So how the fuck can you blame them for that? Wait, they did uh take on me. I that's think that's not Toto. That's fucking aha. Uh-huh. They did aha. Uh-huh. Af- but what? Oh, then what Toto? Oh, a- what song did they do? I Africa. Africa. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, my bad. Smoked a little bit of weed while you called me and said, "Hey, you want to record?" Which I was. Always great. I hope you know, and I'm not just working you. I really do think you are extremely talented, Charlie. And I don't want you to think me like blowing you up is me being insincere because I really, really do. Okay. I didn't. Th- uh, wait a minute. You just kind of threw me there. Are you insincere or you're not? I, I just caught the end of it. No, I'm being very sincere with it. I don't want you to think because I have a very deadpan delivery and sometimes people think that I'm not being sincere, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. I never got that vibe, so don't have to worry okay, about it. Okay, all right, hey, all right. We're cool. All right, I just want to make sure, because I really, really do respect what you bring to the game. I really do, because I'm trying to build something here what exactly with this podcast. Oh, with the podcast, okay. Well, it just I'm just trying to build something. The Tuttle Radio Network? Yeah, the Tuttle, the TRN. The TRN has a great, like, I don't know, I think TRN sounds pretty goddamn good. 
it sounds like you could sell that to a Christian station, and they're a god all over the place. Oh, hey, all over the place. Bubba's talked about this before. Uh I'm I'm willing to sell out if you want me to go fucking Christian talk radio. If you guys are gonna make me a goddamn millionaire, I'm ready. Sign me up. I will mark out the fucking Jesus and God, Buddha, uh, Allah, whatever it may be. Yeah, you just want to support my people. You want to be Tuttle Falwell and have your fucking wife begging the pool boy. Oh, being a cuck. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, in a roundabout way, it's not like I've never worked for one before. Oh, that's true. I mean, other sex tapes that might be coming out. Yeah, I mean, hey, now, do you think a sex tape of the pool boy banging? Oh, Farwell's uh, wife? Yeah, that would be pretty huge. I just heard about it. I never saw what she looked like. Was she decent looking? I mean, pretty decent. If what you were a pool boy and she was kicking it out wide, would you go for it? Fuck yeah, I would. Okay. Now, what if, what if, what if the, what if uh, Jerry Falwell's son, as he was walking out of the room, said, "If you need me, I'll be at my pulpit." Um, I'll just say, um, I don't know. Hopefully, he doesn't come in afterwards and say we can retire off this. <laughs> That's it's not just be a jokes, joke. people. It's just jokes, right, yeah, Charlie? It's just absolutely. jokes. I don't have a thermos. You're fucking killing. <laughs> you should be proud of that. Hogan should. I, I don't think he was offended by that. Just maybe some of the stuff he said. I don't know. You just got done banging. Maybe it's not a good time to be casually throwing around the N-word. That's just me. No, you know, know, the tape would not have been as bad for him if he wouldn't have got that phone call from his daughter or that text it might have been a text or or phone call and him going into that rant about i don't know why she i'm just paraphrasing but it just turned out bad for everybody yeah well that just goes to show you if you're gonna be uh kinky and tape people banging your wife at least get rid of it or you want to know what a place where they can never find it you want to know what the most surreal thing is and listen i don't want anybody to think that i'm judging bubba because i'm not the tape was stolen and i don't give a fuck what consenting adult do in their bedroom i really don't not i don't either so so that's on them yeah i don't tape that that tape got out because somebody stole it, and that's the only thing that happened. You think it would have made more money if it would have been back in the day when Hogan was, like, running with the belt and shit, and actually, like, maybe even NWO Hogan? What? Said, I, oh, so, wait. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. What What would have made the tape more valuable? Hogan. Babyface Hogan, where oh. he was re- wearing the red and the yellow, doing the leg drop, telling yeah. people to eat their vitamins and stuff, or, or NWO, uh, NWO Hogan. The Blizzak and White, I think, probably. because Really? Yeah, I think he was cracking. Well, you know what? Actually, probably I take that back. I think Babyface, because everybody would have expected him to be out banging fucking shit because he kind of looked like it with the weird fucking uh, beard gimmick that he had going on. But Babyface Hogan, like somebody that everybody was, their kids loved, that would have really blew people's minds. Plus, it would have been on VHS, which, I mean... How are you going to distribute that? Even if they did, that would have been awesome. Listen, I don't want to be like one of those guys. You know how people say, oh, the best way to listen to music is on vinyl. No. And, and, and there's got to be some of those people that got to be like, if I'm watching a sex tape, I want it to be on VHS and fuck that digital bullshit. Yeah, Ronnie just did. I saw a clip online from Howard Stern's fucking show, and Ronnie was talking about how he uh, still jerks off to VHS and DVD copies of porn. 
Dude, I watched, I remember I found a VHS tape that my parents had. Oh, and God. And it was a porno. Now, it wasn't them together, but it was, it was a VHS tape of a porn actor that was kind of like a cyborg type porn star. And the guy came like eight times in the movie. You could tell it was like edited, but it was Whoa. pretty impressive. I liked the uh, the uh, storyline. Very cheesy, though. Yeah, I could never get into uh, sci fi pornos. Just, you know, it, just bang it out and get it done with. Are you, so so you're saying you go more towards the gonzo porn? You don't need a storyline per se? No, I mean some I'm shit. I guess if you're watching it with somebody, storyline's funny cuz then you can crack on shit, but I mean if you're just trying to fucking get one handled out real quick, yeah, let's just get it over with. You know what I mean? Then on with the day. Yeah, no. See, and that's why I like the movie. We talked about this a uh, couple of conversations ago. Why I liked the movie Boogie Night. Um, what's his face? Burt Reynolds, the character he was playing. He just didn't want to do pornos. He wanted to do pornos that were like cinematic masterpieces. I thought you said you liked the Colonel because he likes those kids. They're just so small. But he never he never heard him, Jack. Yeah, that was I forgot about that. When I saw that movie, I completely forgot that the Colonel was a goddamn straight up pedophile. Yeah, and he was funneling kids into uh, pornos. Yeah, dude, that shit, that 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 really, I I completely forgot about that because I liked the movie so much, I didn't want to think about the dark side of it. That the colonel was was kind of into childhood prostitution. Kind of, he totally was. He gets busted for it. I don't know. I I watched that movie again because I hadn't seen it in so long, and yeah. and it was so uncomfortable. When Marky Mark was trying to jerk off for the dude in the truck, you know, the ones that did the the gay bashing on him, um, it was like, this guy's done so many drugs that he can't even fucking get a heart on. So he's pulling the tuttle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been there. I A lot of people have. Yeah. Nothing to feel bad about. Well, sometimes it is, especially if it's a really fucking hot chick. If it was a fucking, just some fucking bar skank that you're knocking the fleas off of, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So what else? What have you been up to today? How's your day been? Has it been good, bad? Any try or any like bad things happen? Has it been a good day? Not really. It's been fine. I just had a headache all day for some reason, but I've powered through it and just been doing the stuff that I need to do. So it's good. Indifferent. You guys get a lot of pollen problems or allergies up in Montana. Yeah, man. It's been horrible here. Yeah, it's been really bad here, too. That's kind of the reason why I haven't gone up to Lincoln for a little bit, because it's really bad up there. And I'll just fucking I swell up and I look like um, Bear uh, Bear Grylls in Man vs. Wild when he gets stung by all the bees and his face looks like Chitara. That's what my. Oh, face yeah, dude. I loved Bear Grylls for a, for a little moment there until I found out that a lot of this a lot of those wildlife guys, all that shit is completely set up. Yeah. Except for Survivor, man. Yeah, what was his name? Uh, Les Les Stroud? Yeah, man. That dude's legit. Yeah, because he didn't have any camera guy with him. He did all the filming on his own. And he'd have to break everything down so he could get the shots of him walking down the hill. Then he'd have to walk back down the hill to pick up the camera. Yeah, dude, that dude uh, did everything. You know, he got fucking fed up with everything, too. And now he's he's in the process of having his library um, 
doing stuff with PBS. Like he's already got a show now where they go and get wild edibles and they turn it into like uh, four course meals and stuff like that. Now, so, um, yeah, pretty cool. I interviewed I interviewed a guy uh, on yesterday's show. And we were talking about this. Like, oh, did you ever watch Jeff Corwin, the animal guy? Yeah, the guy that wore the like Duke Duke uh, the Duke booty short yeah like the khaki ones yeah okay yes i do remember him i always got a very homosexual vibe from him what like you'd want to kiss him not not me like he would like he would take one in the jaw is what i'm saying so what what title wait maybe you want to kiss me back or maybe you want to kiss <laughs> you want i to love the, how you a, were able to tie it together you want to make out with jeff corwin that's sick I hope all the listeners got that. Tuttle had homosexual thoughts about Jeff Corwin. Were you a big Steve Irwin fan or not? Uh, yeah, I like him. Bindi's getting married. Oh yeah, do you find her attractive at all? Um, I think everybody probably should. I mean, she looks she looks like she's way too nice. Like, I if I met her, I'd be like, just shut up and show me your tits. Like, I'd have to get angry or something like that. You know what I mean? Just she's always smiling in every picture. I want to beat up her boyfriend, her husband. Is it because, like, people like me and you, we look at people that are overly nice on camera or on the air, and we look at them and they're like, yeah, that motherfucker's an asshole. Yeah, dude, I do that um, a lot, mostly because I know 95% of those people are fucking assholes and they're just lying. So, I mean, granted, nobody wants somebody reading the news going, and this is what fucking happened today in the news. So I totally get why they got to do what they're doing. But don't don't get me wrong. Those people are straight fucking dicks. They're probably, you know, hitting the bottle for all we know. Everybody does it except for, well, Tuttle. Tuttle doesn't do it. I don't do it either. Uh, now. But but I mean, I, I you know, I, I when I interviewed Sonny Abada last week, I was talking about that. She did a video, very popular anchor. And yeah. now that she's not on the air anymore, I saw her do a Instagram post and she said a couple of curse words. And I was like, holy shit. But, but but what I'm saying is it's like when you're in high school or middle school and seeing your teacher out at a bar or something like that when you get older. Yeah, or see them buying drugs the same place as you are. Oh, did that really happen? Of course. Really? Like, yeah. you don't have to, like, say any names, but, like, what subject did this teacher teach that you saw buying drugs? What subject do you think a teacher teaching would buy drugs? And history. It's not, are, Straight up oh. history. You know what? No, but I did get uh, the history teacher to almost choke me out one time, and he fucking, he's like, get the fuck out of class, Charlie. I was like, ha, oh, you said fuck, and he grabbed me by the throat, and he grabbed me out in the hallway. I was like, I'm going to fucking sue this goddamn place. But My- I they threw me out. Anyway, my, base, my, my baseball coach and math teacher choked me out in the gym. One of the Ever. first days I made varsity baseball team as a fresh first thing, first practice. I go and practice. Hey, coach, where do you want me at? He pointed at the dugout to the bench and said, go sit on that bench because that's where you're going to be all fucking year. Nice ride in the pine. Yeah. And guess what? The fucking seniors, of course, they wanted they wanted they had this tradition of giving the rook, the rookie, a wedgie. Ooh. And I fought back and he choked me out. He picked me up, threw me against the locker 
And I almost passed out because this asshole wanted to choke me out. So did you come after that then? Is oh, the yeah, I, I came right on his knee. Of course you did. Well, it wouldn't be the first time that happened. You got a lot of problems with knees and cum. All right, Charlie, if people want to check you out, how can they find you? Yeah, uh, at Facebook, facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. I'm on Twitter uh, at CCA Production, and I'm on TikTok at CCA Productions with an S. Now, before I go, I, I got to ask you, I, I got to find out. I thought it was hilarious, but what was the inspiration behind putting grapes into an oven and then pulling out a banana. We didn't have an apple. Oh, so you were kind of just working with what you had. Yeah, this chick that I've been talking to said, make a video for TikTok. So I was like, okay. And as soon as I woke up, I was like, hey, do we have any apples? I was like, damn it, just grapes. I was like, I guess these will work. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Well, I really appreciate it. I yeah. hope you're well. We got I, I, to yeah. meet up in person soon. Yeah, sometime. We're, we'll get something figured out. I got uh, a couple things going. Actually, I got nothing going. But if you say that you got things going, people believe it. Yes, it's it's like that book, The Secret. If you keep, if if you keep telling yourself you got stuff going on, it just might happen. I thought you were gonna say it's a book about a camp counselor who teaches children how to keep a secret. <laughs> the Tuttle story. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Is that a PT cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, welcome back, guys. I don't want to get too political, but this stuff that's going on up in Wisconsin has really got me worried. It really does. We're at a very, very fragile period in time in our country's history. We re- we really are. I think that, I, and, and I don't want you to think I'm one of those conspiracy theory guys, or I want the worst for the country, but I'm afraid we're getting to the point where one day you're going to see in the near future that we're either going to have another revolutionary war or a civil war. And, And it really bums me the fuck out. It really does. This shooting that went on last night in Wisconsin where this guy, and and I don't want to get too much into it or pass judgment on things because things are so twisted right now, especially because of the media. You, you really can't believe anything that's going on. Our country is so divided right now. A lot of it has to do with the people that are in charge. And I don't want you to think I'm anti-Trump and calling Trump out. But we're just so divided more than we've ever been before. And that's why I say we're I could see another civil war. I really could. And I don't think a lot of people realize that if that happens, 
All these other countries, the ones that are our enemies or rivals or the people we compete with, they're going to look at that as an opportunity to get one over on it. And if you don't believe that, you are a dumb motherfucker. I'm just, I'm saying, I'm not trying to be shocking by saying that, but you're dumb. You're absolutely an imbecile. If you think that these other countries that we're competing with that would love to see us fail, they would definitely take advantage of it. They would because they can't beat us as Americans when we're at full strength. It just can't be done. I like to look at both sides of an event or a story. This guy, they say he was a part of a militia, but if he's carrying a gun, which is his God-given right as a, an American citizen. I hate using God-given right because I don't believe in religion, but that seems to like ring true with a lot of politicians right now. But he has all rights. He has all rights to be able to walk down the street with an AR if he wants to and protect businesses that are there. But that's also a very dangerous precedent to set. He was getting attacked. This guy was getting attacked on the street. Now, I don't know what led up to that. I can only go by the video that I've seen so far. But if I was getting attacked and chased down and these people wanted to beat me, yeah, I'm going to defend myself. The Second Amendment is always going to be there. And I hate when a lot of these politicians come out and say, oh, the Democrats are trying to take away your Second Amendment right. That's never going to happen, people. It's not going to happen. Do you know how many levels of government it would have to get through for that to, to come true? It's not. I promise you it's never going to happen. So these politicians need to stop using that as a scare tactic to get people to vote for them. Because we're sitting on a powder keg, people. And until something's done, this thing is just going to grow and grow and grow until people are fed up with it. It's only going to take one major event for people to just lose their mind and say, fuck the government. And it's going to happen on the pace that we're in right now. It's going to happen. As messed up as 2020 has been, I, I'm not surprised. I I expect it. I don't want it to happen, but I'm getting myself prepared if it does happen. I know I I hope you guys don't think I'm trying to get political or scare you guys because I care about you. I just want you to be prepared when shit hits the fan because it could easily happen and I care about you. I want you guys to be safe and you need to protect yourself. And that's why the second amendment is there. I know a lot of people are going to look at me, think I'm a Republican by that statement, but I only care. I care about my parents, my immediate family, my loved ones, the people that I care about, my friends. You bet your ass that I want to be able to protect them all thanks to the Second Amendment. I know that's going to like piss off a lot of Dems that follow and support this podcast, but it's there for a reason, people. That's why it's there. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey. 
Don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?